Hey, everyone. This podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y Unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello! What another episode of Hypecast! Hypecast. Oh, it's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your Hypecast. co-host, Tom Ryman. Hypecast. I'm, Hypecast. uh... Hypecast. Hypecast. I'm David Bell. I'm the other co-host. And, uh... And now you! Yeah, that's how we do things that's around here. That's how we do it. <laughs> you go. That's you, Robert. Me? You go. Oh, Jesus you go. Christ. Oh, yes. God. You really just fucking sprang this on. Yeah, yeah I mean, terrible. <laughs> Look, I've listened. I don't, like, don't want to be backseat podcasting here, but maybe give me a little bit of fucking warning, you know? Like a, <laughs> like a, like a buzzer, like a sign that lights up and says, I... you're about to have to make content. Robert, get your fucking shit together. Robert, Jesus I listen Christ. to what you do. Listen. I listen to what you do. Yeah. I know. I've, 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 I've heard your, your, your show. <laughs> Try to big league us. Welcome. <laughs> and listen, we had buzzers made and then the world ended, so we haven't yeah, been yeah. recording in person. We can't use our buzzers. Yeah, yeah. The world did end. That really threw up I mean, honestly, that actually threw a wrench in everything but podcasting. Which was <laughs> mostly unaffected. It was like yeah. when it all happened, we yeah, we had a second where we were just like, is ever yeah, no, we're yeah. still good. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. We're thriving. <laughs> It was yeah. it was fun because like we had just gotten all all of us together gotten through a period of the world changing and <laughs> us and in our industry being completely unready for that change and it violently rocked all of our lives yeah um, and finally there was a change that that didn't at least didn't rock our jobs yeah like, everything else but we all right. continued to sit at home and talk into microphones mm-hmm. right none until, of that changed <laughs> yeah until the, the robots do the podcasts which yeah. Honestly, that sounds kind of cool. I really, I can't wait to listen to like 13 unbroken hours of a podcast that's just randomly generated by an algorithm. I'm excited yeah. for Joe Robot. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Joe, Joe Rogan. You get it. You got it. Oh, man. Not much yeah, he's just like, it's like, there's still like vape coming Don't out of him on the side. Don't get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Eat elk. He's somehow still swollen and pink, even though he's yeah. a, a robot. Looks like a thumb shoved inside a sausage yeah. stew. He looks like a he looks like a thumb pimple. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Just... oh I want geez. that. I want mm-hmm. that for America. I want that we for all, all of us. That would that would heal us. I think that would bring together the divisions that 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 shattered this nation over the last four years. Yeah. Just Joe, Joe Rogan Ro- robot experience, <laughs> like a like a fucking pustule, <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what would come out was would be like different brain powders, like oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. just it would sawdust. Be supplements. <laughs> yeah, wet supplement yeah. goo. 
I like the idea that he's like a talisman that's cursing the world, and it, all he has to do is explode, and we're healed. He's like our collective cultural appendix, just filling with poisons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or pancreas, whichever one is poison. Uh, pancreas, I think. Pancreas. Right? He's just yeah. like. <laughs> Just a, a rock-hard, blackened yeah. little kidney bean by the time it's finished. Mm-hmm. Oh, Robert, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for brightening, yeah, brightening no, up our for, day. You're, you're one of those, you're, you're a guest that we always think of, and then immediately after we think of you, we're like, nah, he's too busy. Well, you know, <laughs> I, was on, I was on a lot of your stuff. Two years ago, That's and then true, last yeah. year, um, I was just getting tear gassed repeatedly for seven months. Um, yeah, and you... I did not do a lot of podcast guesting. Right, it's hard to ask <laughs> no. someone a guess where you could just go on their Twitter and see them being tear gassed, and it's like, <laughs> I, th- I think they got other things going on. Yeah, but, he's, you know, he's got other things on his mind. Yeah, when I you have am... a day off, you need you need to enjoy that day off when you're getting tear gassed. Yeah, and instead of watching new things, I just rewatched The Simpsons while crying. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, this has been a year of that, right? Oh, no, yeah. I was no, going to say, I... how many times have we all watched the first nine seasons of The Simpsons? Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Tearing up at the Union episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, we used to build things in this country. <laughs> now we just tear them down. <laughs> uh, but no, I am actually hyped. I'm excited. I'm excited to podcast and get uh, back into the zeitgeist. Yeah. So let's um, let's, let's do let's it. Cast some hype. Or all right. Well, before we casts. before we hype the cast, we got some producers from uh-huh. our Patreon that we just gotta thank. Sure, uh, do it. <clears throat> so I I am gonna give shout outs to uh, uh, Jake, Jake. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jake. Yeah, it's a good strong name. That'll be solid one. name. Thank Powerful. you to erotic. Yeah, erotic. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Jones. Less thank erotic. You very yeah, mm-hmm. less erotic. Uh, thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Extremely erotic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Equally uh, erotic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Martial Law. All caps. Uh, thank you to these seven bees. Yeah. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank you to Davy Francis Ford. The Revenge. Uh, thank you to MVB. Thank you very much. Thank you to Phaedrus. Thank you to Ryan, the Silly Money Goose. Bob's Burger reference. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Uh, thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Thank you. We're on to you, but thank you. Let me jump in here. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Thank yeah, you to Bob Grenville. Thank you to Steven. Thank you to Down Home Chicken. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Han Toomey, the Confused Cyborg. Thank you. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank, Thank you. you to Hey Fuck You, I'm Happy Ed. Yeah, you Thank are. Thank you to I Was Born to Stare. Thank you. Thank you to Dragon the Bus Driving Vampire. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger Rose Brat Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Not singing it this week. All right. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. And thank you to the Kool-Aid Man says, get your vaccine. COVID sucks. I have proof. It's true. He, right. They haven't shown us the proof yet, but so you got to bring it to us. Mm-hmm. Bring us that proof. I have um, seen no proof in the last year that COVID-19 sucks. It right, seems right. like a good time. Yeah, um, yeah. It seems like everybody's doing great. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine when I think of COVID-19, I think of Six Flags. Um, mm-hmm. They're the same thing, right? That's what yeah. everyone's been so hyped about this year. I, mm-hmm. I actually got my vaccine outside of Six Flags, so I do <laughs> think about Six Flags. Uh, 
it was it was um all right well let's let's get into trailers yeah let's get shall we yeah let's uh, do it let's do it this is uh first trailer for stranger things oh, season yeah. four so we're still doing this huh yeah, yeah they're gonna be that was hideous I'm glad you said that, Tom. I don't want to be like <laughs> shitting on people, but like I loved Stranger Things season one. Yeah, and I loved the first half of Stranger Things season two, and there was nothing I disliked about the rest of season two. I just stopped watching it and never thought about watching it again. <laughs> um, and and that's where I am with Stranger Things. It's season three is all right. Um, I I think I I'm one of the few people who I'm just like yeah fuck it I'm enjoying this show. Yeah, it, it's it's easy enough watch, yeah. uh, but I think you're like most people kind of agree, right? That people were like, season one was really novel and fun, and then after that, eh? And now the kids are real old, right? It's, like yeah, the pandemic is going to made it real yeah, weird. Yeah, that's kind of the point. That's more of what I was talking about. It's just like it's taking them so long yeah. to put this out where it's like these kids are are gangly and unappealing now. I don't I don't I don't want the teenage version of these kids that's unappealing. Nobody does. No, nobody yeah. wants that. Teenagers are terrible. Yeah, no, teenagers are the I, worst. I liked it when they were riding bikes and playing D&D &D and yeah. none of them had fucked, but they were clearly curious about it. Um mm -hmm. And in the same way, I liked Hopper when he was drunk punch cop. Um, and it oh, seems yeah. like he gets his shit more together, which I didn't want. Hopper <laughs> gets there a little. It, yeah, <laughs> he gets his shit still, together a little. It's like every TV show where the longer it goes, yeah. you have to like establish the characters, right? And yeah. it just gets really like weird and complicated. Uh, that said, I think they're gonna do like Friday the Thirteenth with this season. I think they're doing summer camp. And they're embracing the fact that they're teenagers. Mm -hmm. And oh, because every be cool. season does a nostalgia. You know, what was season two? It was, um, oh, shit. What was f season two? I know season three was the mall. Season three was the mall. Yeah, what was two? Two was like. It was Shh. underground tunnels. Yeah, there was some. It was the Russians were involved, right? That was season two. That's also season uh, three. That's also actually. season three, yeah. Oh, was it? The, okay, so there's Russians in both. Um, season two had like the gremlins element. I'm not entirely, it was kind of more, it was closer to season one. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I've been watching, Um, have you guys watched Pen 15? A little bit, yeah. Mm, uh, the first episode or so. It's, That's the one where like the women in their 30s play teenagers. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. It took me about two episodes to realize that. And I was just like <laughs> very confused. Yeah. It makes it makes some scenes very awkward yeah. in funny ways. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, they're doing exactly. I mean, we're all more or less the same age. That show is covering exactly like when we were that age. It's like AOL Instant Messenger. Yes. Like yeah. that burning CDs. Uh, and what I realized watching that versus watching Stranger Things is Stranger Things isn't really about being a kid. Not in a real way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not capturing the actual awkwardness of being a kid. It's just capturing nostalgia. It's a yeah. pure nostalgia. Th so like. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. You Go on. The thing that made it smarter, I think, the normal nostalgia is that it didn't just capture the, a lot of times, like, the nostalgia porn, whatever you want to call it, kind of has the iconography. What Stranger Things did in the first season is it really, it captured the mood really well. Yes. Like, there were moments that made me feel like the opening scene of Ghostbusters, right? Like, there were moments that felt like E.T. 
um, as opposed to just kind of aping the aesthetics. And and that was what I liked about it. But yeah, you're right. It was never about childhood. None of us, like if it was about childhood, it would have just been the kids playing D&D and getting the shit kicked out of them in high school. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and so like, I think it's hard to maintain something that is just like about, like you said, a mood, a nostalgia. Yeah. Like it's kind of very one-off and I'm surprised they've lasted this long. And I think the creators, they only want like one more season, right? They are, I know they argued a lot with Netflix over it. And I think they settled on five seasons. I think. Okay. So many. They, I, they yeah. wanted to do, I think four, like they wanted to end it earlier. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think three would have been the sweet spot, but <clears throat> you know, it's, if people are enjoying it, you know, keep, keep getting your thing. Yeah. I, I couldn't help think we should actually talk about like this trailer which is i think purely focused on 11 at the time when she was in that weird government research lab right that's all yeah, i yeah yeah and i'm not sure if that was actually the back of matthew modine probably not but no, whoever... they don't have enough money for two matthew modines well because that's him matthew modine Th- once that's him speaking uh in in the dialogue that we hear the voiceover but like i'm not sure if they actually got him to come in and film uh, because whoever it is is wearing an incredibly bad wig. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very obviously. I don't know who it is, Such but it's 100% not Matthew Modine. Right. Well, whoever it is, that is 100% not Matthew Modine's hair. Yes. Like, it could be Matthew Modine, Matthew but that's Modine. not his hair. Yeah. 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 I don't know what that's about, because going back, like, again, we've talked about the kids are, they're older and they're hideous now. Mm-hmm. So, like, flashbacks, no, that sounds, that's oh, going to be probably, awful. Like, I assume it'll be something that's going to bring back, like, Kali from season two. Right. Um, And, it, you know, I assume this will be like a dream or something she has. Yeah. I want Return of Modine, but yeah. I mean, I'm glad, Dave, that you pointed out that the kids are all monsters now, because when I... When I look at those children now, I you know that that scene in Jurassic Park where Muldoon walks up to the raptor tank for the first time. Yeah, and he's like, "They should all be destroyed." That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> look, child actors, Get man. These what fucking a... kids out of here. <laughs> yeah. What a nightmare to be a child actor to go through these stages of your life, and just all of America gets mm-hmm. to watch it. No. Like no fun, no fun. Uh, yeah, I don't like but, any, yeah. any part of that. We shouldn't have teenagers. We like they should teenagers. go into, yeah, put them in a bunker or like a box uh, I mean, until I, an adult comes out. I feel strongly about my plan. I've stated this on my own show to hollow out the center of the country and make it a big open air prison for everyone under eighteen. Right. And then when you turn eighteen, you get tranquilized by a helicopter and taken to San Bernardino, where you work as an accountant for four years, and then you're an adult. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Wait, did you say hollow out the center of the country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, just the whole, everything that's not the coast is a big open-air child prison. Okay, like they paved? Just kinda, well, no, I mean, you, you keep it wild. Like, you would, let, okay. you would let society degrade there, you know? Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that could yeah. really work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anyway. first, first you gotta, like... I don't know, run for office, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think like, I there's a few steps. Like you could just seize power. Yeah. If you have all the nukes, something it's, like that. We'll, it's, we'll workshop it's the, it. It's there for the taking. 
Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's go let's go to the next trailer. Sure. Sweet um, Tooth. Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kid's mom fucked a deer. That's my only note. Yeah. I think so, probably, right? That's uh, a lot of people's moms fucked a lot of animals based on that one scene where all the babies are weird. Yeah. yeah. This is apparently a comic. It's about some half kid, half deer. And people, there's a plague that ends the world, but not all the way, it seems pe- like. People want to shoot him because yeah. it's like the, they want to shoot the deer part, so they're just going to kill the whole kid. <laughs> it, it didn't look like any other trailer I've seen in a while. And I, you know what I liked about it is I have no idea what the plot of this movie is, other than yeah. like there's a deer kid and it's kind of post-apocalyptic, but I don't know what the plot of this fucking thing is. No, and it doesn't want us to know. I appreciate that. Sure. Is, yeah. is uh, this a movie? It's I, a series, I, I, isn't I think it? it's a series. It, a I'm, I'm not positive. Oh, maybe, yeah, it is Netflix. Maybe it is a series. All right, I'm looking it up. and It says drama series. Okay, series. It is, I mean, it's based off of a... Um, based off a DC comic. Comic, so it could be a series. I'm being told that James Brolin is alive. Really? That's Because yeah. he's in it? He's still rolling around. Yeah, he's, uh, still, he's in it. Well, he's, he's still married around. to Barbara Streisand. Oh. He's what? He's brolin around. That's true. He's brolin around. <laughs> Keep brolin, brolin, brolin. What? Uh, Will Forte is also in it. He sure is. Boy, is oh, he I in this like trailer. Will Forte. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is Will Forte. Hey, right. Yeah, he's like the, the very dad. End. Yeah. You assume That's he's the Will. dad. Yeah. It's Will yeah. Forte. Is he a deer? No. He no, doesn't no. appear like, to be, no. I think oh, he's, he's kind the of one. the dad of the deer kid. He looks like old Harry Potter. That's the dad, yeah. right? That's how yeah. he always kind of looks. Old, fat, drunk Harry Potter. <laughs> he looks like so... where we know Harry Potter had to have evolved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where so who fucked the deer? His I mom. I don't think we know. I mean, his mom clearly, but a lot of moms. What if this is all a prequel to the twisted metal character, Sweet Tooth? Is that so possible? He's not part the clown. He's not part deer, but I guess it is possible. <laughs> yeah, he that might have little antlers behind just... that mask. An entire TV series dedicated to setting up the twisted metal expanded universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just last... have a whole series about how that guy's arms became wheels <laughs> yeah exactly oh the worst tw- axel the worst twisted metal character time... ever it's it, i mean it's just a hot tub time machine every time his arm gets close to something we're all just like oh i bet this to a wheel. Yeah. Uh... he's about to get wheel arms <laughs> Oh, why haven't we gotten a Twisted Metal series? Because this world is bullshit, and it's full yeah. of cowards. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're going to get 37 more Marvel movies before we get a single movie about a man turning his arms into giant wheels. Yeah. yeah. Which Not is all I really want. Goddamn Twisted Metal movie. And then I want a crossover where he and Jax become friends, and Jax rides <laughs> him like Master Hell Blaster. Yes. <laughs> Twisted Metal he Mortal attaches Kombat. two oh. more wheels to his arms. <laughs> yeah. So they're, yeah. they're they're just like a monster truck made of guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Blast anyway, and Rob Netflix, Zombie. I think if you give us $170 million, we can deliver that for you. Mm-hmm. They're listening. They're always mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. No, they probably are. Yeah. Greenlight this... that shit. This trailer, it's not for us, I don't think, right? This is for kids. It, it felt... I don't know. Is it? It looked kind of dark. It looked dark, but it, well, or like preteens, like or like maybe teenagers. <sighs> it looked a little like... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here. Um, it, what I it, couldn't tell from the trailer is if there's going to be like, like weird 
rapey vibes, you know? Like, it's a post-apocalyptic thing. All oh, the kids I don't know. Are weird. Like, th- I could see them taking this in a really dark, like, kind of stereotypically gritty direction. And right. I honestly don't know from the trailer if they're going to do, like... Are they going to get all Game of Thrones with this shit, you know? I don't know. Um, I mean, deers can't give consent. Uh, and if the mom fucked a deer... Yeah, then we're Will Forte might have fucked a deer too. That's that's yeah. we don't know. I do think a deer would right. consent to fuck Will Forte. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It looks it, like I I appreciate. It doesn't look like anything I've seen before, and I like I can't yeah. pin down the mood of the show. I can't pin down the tone from that trailer. Yeah, it definitely looks worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that we had a trailer on for like Shadow and Bone, and yeah. that seems to be getting good reviews. And that was another one where it was like. They're, these fantasy trailers, they're kind of exhausting because they're, they're asking you. It's a big ask. They're like, yeah. here's our world. Don't you want to be a part of it? And it's like, man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, ah, I got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, man. I got to rewatch The Simpsons. <laughs> I, don't, you know? I don't know if I want to be whisked away to your magical world of imagination. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Um, yeah, I've got like bills. Know. This doesn't feel like anything I've seen before, and the trailer was well done, and that I have no idea what the show's about other than a couple of intriguing. So I appreciate it doesn't feel, you know, it, I, I could see this being rad. I could, if this, yeah. if, this is something where I'm not planning to see it currently, but if in six months or whatever when it comes out, everyone's suddenly talking about how good it is, I'll probably watch this motherfucker. Yeah, for sure. But I'll wait for the rest of you two to tell yeah. me it's good. Yeah. Someone, someone watch this. Yeah. All right. It doesn't have to be us, just somebody. Um, well, let's talk about this next trailer. This is for Georgetown. Oh, this yeah. is C- Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Yeah. Christoph Waltz is like a murderer, I'm guessing. Guy yeah. He's the wives. talented Mr. Ripley or whatnot. But then he winds up in Iraq. There's like a single scene where he's in Sodder City, I think, or he's bedded with the Mahdi army or something. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. He sure yeah. is. <laughs> that, also, they that throw. out of nowhere because I have no idea how that connects to anything. Right. Yeah. They also throw in based on true events, and you're like, yeah. "Really? What? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's I wasn't prepared for any part of this. No. He also directed it. Okay, he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Has he yeah. let us down before, Christoph Waltz? I mean, I'm trying, I I can't think of him let remember him letting us down, but I don't. I mean, he was in the Green involved. Hornet, but kind of everyone oh. involved in the Green Hornet yeah. let us down. Yeah. I feel like everyone gets one shitty superhero movie to f- just just to pay for a house, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't hold that against you. So but. I don't know if this is better or worse. The the writer mm-hmm. uh, wrote the 2006 film The Lake House, which is a time travel romantic comedy starring Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why you thought you needed to explain to me what the lake house was yeah i'm just making it clear to everybody um so i don't know is that better or worse i don't you know the the thing about this is just explaining like the plot of the trailer or what we know of the plot of the movie from the trailer i have no interest in seeing this but every time christoph waltz is on screen i think you know this might be good because yeah. Christoph Waltz is uh, uh, a very charismatic actor so i don't know yeah he's he's a dude marrying uh, who is that? Randa Richardson, that much not older Randa than Richardson. him, which is a little weird. Like you expect it to be if it, if the plot of this is rich old lady 
younger man marries her to take her money, he look they look like ten years apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, like it's not a big gap. No, it's probably like maybe fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably but nobody would like if you if you saw two people with that age gap getting married, you wouldn't be like, Well, this is clearly shady. You would be like Okay, it's uh it's Vanessa Redgrave yeah. is the woman he marries and Annette Benning is her daughter and she doesn't she's not into it. Yeah, I'm I love seeing Annette Benning, by the way. That's she's my jam. There actually is a twenty year age difference between Christoph Waltz and Vanessa Redgrave. Yeah. Wow. Okay. He just has aged like shit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this looks like it could be good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pro this. I like I, I don't know, I like a sexy old person thriller. I still haven't seen The Good Liar. Is that what that's called? The Ian McKellen honey Ian McKellen, one? yeah, uh, Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta see that. Where he's like shoving motherfuckers in front of trains and shit. Yeah, yeah I gotta see that. It's like the the moral is always just like watch out for old people. Yeah, that's, <laughs> or at least that's that's what I get from it. <laughs> Beware, old people. Beware of the olds. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's this? All right, what's this next trailer? Mm-hmm. Uh. Halston. Oh, this oh, is yeah, about the fashion. Just... This is the Ewan oh, McGregor yeah. one about the fashion yeah. designer. With Rory Culkin. Should I have known who Halston was? Like, he was a real like, guy. Oh, yes. Okay, so this is a real guy. Yeah. Because there's a lot of... Who's, what is this actor? I've spaced the name of the guy, but he's doing a lot of cocaine. Yeah. Um, uh, who the fuck is this? Ewan McGregor. Wait, doing shitloads of cocaine. It's Ewan McGregor yeah. doing a shitload of blow. Yeah. Which could also be good. This is one of those, there's a documentary about this. Apparently this this is like a real, I don't know this person, but from this trailer, which looks really good, um, it, it just looks like he has a wild, wild ass life. I have to point out that Rory Culkin is credited in this. Mm-hmm. Is that Macaulay Culkin's? It's, Macaulay it's one of the Culkin's. Brother, guess he who was he's playing? Rory, yeah, I know. And that's what I was getting to. He is playing Joel Schumacher. Hell yeah, what? he is. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Joel Schumacher. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's also a documentary about this uh, this person, and uh, it also that documentary has Joel Schumacher in it being interviewed. So I guess Joel Schumacher plays a big role in this story. Mm-hmm. If he's in both the documentary and this, Liza Minnelli's there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rory Culkin, man. Uh, Robert, have you seen Lords of Chaos? No. You might want to check it out. It's a brutal film, but it's about Norwegian black metal. Oh, wait, is it about um uh, Varg Vikerns, the guy who uh, killed that dude? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. It's, yeah. About, yeah. it's about Mayhem, the band. Yeah, Yeah. Rory Culkin's in it, um, and he's, he's killing it. Everybody's killing it in that one. Uh, it's brutal. It's a brutal film, as you can imagine but it's worth checking out. Um, I just mentioned, cause Rory Culkin, he's been, he's been killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just want to see him play Joel Schumacher. We all want to see him play Joel Schumacher. Yeah. I don't not yeah. want to see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last thing I saw Culkin in, um, was monster, uh, party monster, which is a fine oh, yeah. film. Um, and I would Good like Culkin. it if Joel Schumacher Culkin in this also murders somebody. Oh yeah. Um, that would be enjoyable, I think. Yeah. Maybe um, if a Culkin's in a movie, they should always be killing somebody at an ecstasy party. Like, we can have- Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's always basically Scream 4. Yeah. 
more or less. Oh, yeah, he's in Scream 4. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is also the series uh, executive producer and the director of a lot of these episodes did uh, a lot of Deadwood. So, I don't know. Everybody well, loves yeah, I Deadwood. mean, it's, it's uh, produced by Ryan Murphy, too. It's one of his. Oh. It's part of his okay. overall deal with Netflix. Yeah. I'm super down for whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Yeah. You, you and McGregor you. doing mountains of cocaine and Rory oh, Culkin playing God. Joel Schumacher. Yeah. So get, get out of my way. Yeah, I need it, to it watch this like, movie. Yeah. If, if you just told me, hey, there's a movie where you and McGregor does his body weight in cocaine, I would say, get in the fucking car. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. go see this motherfucker. <laughs> And I would assume all the way there that we were about to watch the best Star Wars movie of the last 40 years. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, my the Obi-Wan God. Series. Just Obi-Wan. Just... Obi-Wan has five years in between His movies where he's just snow blind. <laughs> Can you imagine really any Jedi on cocaine? cocaine? Jedi? <laughs> no, watch. What? I mean, just, like, just thinking about A New Hope and just... Uh, a, a, a pretending that he is just fucking face numb, snow blind. The whole yeah. the yeah. whole film like, makes like a whole as, lot of sense. Like I want to see him with a lightsaber as high as Fleetwood Mac during the Rumors tour. That's oh, that, yeah. that's the level. Of <laughs> He's got Chewbacca blowing coke up his ass. <laughs> Goes in there and chops yeah. that dude's arm off in the cantina because <laughs> he's fucking out of his mind on cocaine. Who is completely ruined? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best Star Wars character to be on cocaine? Oh, man. That Obi-Wan. guy with the weird S-shaped head. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that's Mundi. like all nose. I mean, honestly, and it's I, I guess it's kind of cliched, or, but like I think Darth Vader. Because oh. he's got that heavy breathing. He yeah. has to lift up the mask Darth to do Vader the cocaine. Darth Vader goes AWOL from the Empire to move blow, and he and yeah. Obi-Wan wind up not even with their light. Like, they can't even get their lightsabers on. They're so snowblind. Yeah. Just clawing at each other <laughs> screeching in the night Darth uh, Vader has to take a knee because his heart yeah. won't slow down <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi Hold pukes on. into his Jedi robes and it just starts keeps swinging <laughs> oh, oh make that movie yeah come what are you waiting for Disney give us we, this one yeah we've made two movies already in this podcast yeah. we've made the Twisted Metal Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and we over. made Cocaine Star Wars. <laughs> cocaine Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Just goes well, out and looks at the sand dunes of Tatooine and starts grinding his teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting in a fight with a sand dune. <laughs> I mean, you know the, the Tusken Raiders are, uh-huh. are cooking up oh, some they're moving, shit. Pa- they're moving yeah. weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason they exist. <laughs> Those nozzles on the front of their face masks are just for hooking up more cocaine straws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Let's do it. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, next next trailer. All right. Um, this is uh, Rogue Hostage. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Terrible name for a movie. Yeah, terrible this most name. most generic looks name. Looks like a bad movie. Yes. Um, looks really bad. Looks unwatchable. If yes, you can see in the uh, in the like the 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 credits at the end. There's like a little copyright trademark at the bottom, and it says like copyright Black Friday Pictures. Mm-mm. So oh, it's like perfect. it's no, clear it's this movie was called Black Friday until very late in the game. 
Right. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll run through the plot for everybody. I have strong feelings about this. Um, it, it, so you've got this guy who I think is a former politician and now owns a chain of grocery stores, maybe kind of con- more like um, uh, 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 like super stores. You're talking about uh, John Malkovich, right? Yeah, John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. did something that's bad to either... Well, I'm guessing the, the bad guys appear to be some sort of white militia. and it's I clear, think. I they, think... One of two things happened. Either while he was in politics, John Malkovich did something to prosecute or fuck with one of their uncles who was like a white supremacist, or yeah. they're all vets, and John Malkovich did something bad to fuck them over when they were doing army shit, and that's why this guy's uncle. But the, anyway, oh. terrorist boss, something happened to his uncle that John Malkovich was involved in, and they attacked the ground opening of John Malkovich's super center superstore. Um and um, who? What's his name? What's the guy? The army hero guy, who's gonna kill all the white supremacists? Tyrese Gibson. Tyrese Gibson is John Malkovich's buddy and also some sort of vet who's traumatized and has to save the day. Um, which, as plots go, it's basically Die Hard in a in a, yeah. in a superstore. In a it's Walmart. your it's it's a generic action, probably straight um, to DVD type. Oh yeah. Why I don't think it's gonna work is I have no sense of kinetic anything from this i have no sense of motion no sense of like nakatomi plaza and die hard there's a there's a an intense feeling to the surroundings that lends to the kinetic energy of the film right the way the skyscraper is constructed the way like the 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 uh elevators move how cramped some the fact that some of it's under construction at at no point in any of the scenes that we see to this do i feel anything other than that they're awkwardly walking around a very open Superstore. That's right. a bad place for a gunfight. It's yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, a bad well, place for a movie gunfight. You know? Yeah, it, it's uh, it's it pretty clearly. Good... Well, it, uh, what I was gonna say is the thing that stuck yeah. out to me is it's it, the the movie takes place almost entirely in a strip mall department store that is, as Robert pointed out, it really spaced out and also like yeah. blindingly lit. Yeah, it I also didn't look very big at some point. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't look very big. It yeah. doesn't look big, and also it, the initial setup. Again, I'm going to go back to Die Hard because it's the best example of this kind of f- film. The setup to Die Hard is a real thing most people have experienced of going to an office, you know, a, 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 an office Christmas party, right? Right. Either when you, you or your parents, like it's a thing that everyone, most people have 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 gone to some sort of office Christmas party. I don't know anyone who's gone to the grand opening of a superstore. Like, <laughs> right. Not a single person who's ever done that. <laughs> like, but I can I can see if they did like a Walmart. Yeah. Um, where it's like there's just all these departments and lots of shit everywhere. Or like, I mean, you could do like a department store, I guess, with multi-floors. Mm-hmm. I can see that being a setting where a, a lone hero can get lost so the bad guys sure. can't find them. But th- it really... This I don't know. This is just missing the thing. Something you know. If you wanted to make this work, you make it be like um, if it's not a mall, then like a gigantic, like a Walmart supercenter or something like that. Yeah, you have it be literally be like Black Friday. You have it be the store is crammed full of people shopping. There's yeah, three or four hundred people in it, and then the terrorists attack and they lock down the exits, and you've got this, and it's super crowded and very tense. None of this like. It looks like there's like a dozen people ambling around yeah. the grand opening of this store. It's like weird and, and not again, all that crowded. Yeah, I'm looking at the synopsis. It's a sporting goods store. A That's it. A sporting goods store. No, that is such a boring spot. Yeah. Like I get it. Okay, there's weapons. You know, that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. 
it's man, what a lame ass spot. Yeah. For yeah, action. It seems like it's badly and again, the same basic plot if you have it be set during, you know, Black Friday, you know, you have it be a, a holiday yeah. movie. You could make this work. You could make a, a fu- and nobody would care that like, oh, you just did Die Hard in, you know, a a, a super center. Like we'd be right. fine with it if it felt right, but it doesn't feel right. It just it, feels awkward. Yeah. It feels like the movie was conceived by a producer walking in and going, so my uncle has a sporting goods store. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's the yeah. producer, one of the producers owns this retail space or got a good you know, deal on it. Things- that's I think gonna work against it is also this scenario is a thousand percent less scary than a mass shooting in the same location. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, like these guys clearly don't like they're willing to murder everybody, but that's not their goal, and right, that makes but, it yeah, much they scarier have, like, than just a guy with a gun shooting people in a sporting goods store. Right. Yeah. They have yeah. they have like an identifiable goal, and yeah. and the violence is just a means to achieve that goal. Yeah. It's not the goal. Yeah. yeah, the fact that it's way less scary than yeah. the actual thing that might happen in a sporting goods store to anyone listening to this is going to work against it, too. Yeah. Here's the one way this movie could wow me mm-hmm. is that the, the trailer is lying and the John McClane is actually Malkovich. Is Malkovich. Yeah. yeah. That would be fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing they rented Malkovich for as long as it takes yeah. to shoot him on screen yeah. uh, or something of or, that sort. You know what would make it fun? I only watched like a third of being John Malkovich. But if this was a backdoor <laughs> sequel to being John Malkovich, and the leader of the of the white militia guys was actual John Malkovich trying to get back into his body, Ooh. that 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 could be fun. Yeah. Then I'm back on Fuck board. It. Yeah. Yeah, we need something. <laughs> Backdoor us into the John Malkovich extended universe. Right. <laughs> and then tie it together. With the fucking twisted metal guy and uh, yeah. and and Jax, throw them all, in, throw them all in a pot. See what cooks up. Why not? But yeah, see, if you, the uh, I've got to revisit that for a second. It's Axel is the twisted Axel, metal guy. Axel. It's but Jax a- is the Mortal Kombat guy, right? Yeah, so it's Jaxel. So, so I was about to say, Jaxel. so you'd call yeah. him Jaxel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring bring Malkovich into the Jaxel EU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we're gonna Fuck need not. Malkovich yeah. in that. What are you gonna do? What else Malkovich in that? Nobody's yeah. got anything else going on right now. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, uh, well, let's get to this uh, next EUs, trailer. Yeah. yeah, speaking of EUs, we got Marvel Phase 4, their yeah. little trailer that they put out. It's mostly them just jerking themselves off. Yeah, this is a share. This is a shareholder presentation that they released to the public. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. Robert, where are you at in Marvel? Are you I, fatigued? Are you the, reinvigorated? The last Marvel I watched was the first half of Black Panther, um, and I see why uh-huh. people like it. Art direction was beautiful. I'm sure all the, the all the performances seemed solid. It was nothing about Black Panther in specific. It was just like this because I also wasn't able to finish Wonder Woman. It was just this like oh, I can't do superhero movies anymore. Right, and I I don't have anything against them. I can see you know it's one of those things. Watching this trailer, there are a bunch of clips from movies I have not seen. And but the the emotional effect of like the music and these scenes always like does that like you get that little emotional swell. They're very good at that Marvel. Um, yes. So I see why people like it. Um, I just have am, am completely cut off from anything. I haven't watched any superhero movie in a really long time. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'm not like it, I I think people like whatever they like. I like rewatching The Simpsons while crying um, yeah. in a dark room. And that's mm-hmm. that's what gets me by. But if if it's Marvel for you, that's great. Um, right. No, I'm completely behind. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's more than fair. I I go in and out of it. I thought I was going to be more excited by their TV shows, but like the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I I guess I got to pick that up at some point. I watched like three episodes of it. It and then sounds like I'm the bad guy in that one, so I don't know that I'm going to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> you specifically? Yeah, yeah. kind of sounds like the bad guys are a bunch of anti-state anarchists trying to oh. destroy national borders. Like I'm sure they yeah. do a bunch of fucked up shit. You got to make them do fucked up shit. It, that's yeah, it falls yeah. into a familiar trap that Marvel yeah. shows have, where they ha- they have to make them kill people at some point. Yeah. So that you're like, oh, well, they're bad because yeah. otherwise they're just like, kind of don't see why they're the bad guys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fuck flags. <laughs> yeah. 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 That one, I, I don't know. I just, I stopped watching it. I forgot about it completely. Um, it is there. Definitely. It, feel, it felt like the most political thing they'd done, but I hadn't yeah. watched it long enough to know which way they were going with it. Because um, mm-hmm. there's definitely like the people fighting the, the, the anarchist mm-hmm. militia group. They're not good either. Uh, I don't know. They they clearly had something to say, but I didn't watch it long enough to know what that was. I did. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, I actually watched the show. Yeah? What did you think? Uh, it's fine. I mean, it's Marvel. So they only... Right. They did an extremely sur- sur- surface-level, superficial uh, addressing of the problem, but that's... I don't know. It's better than nothing. <laughs> well, I guess it's... Here's the question. I don't want to derail this. Is it better than nothing? Because I they... believe so. Okay. I, I think it's because the what I kept thinking of is ultimately the thing I was most disappointed with. I enjoyed both WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I was surprised they went as far with Falcon and Winter Soldier as they did, even though they really didn't go that far. Um, but they still talked about supremacist like they still talk about white supremacy uh even though i don't think they i don't think they actually say it they say supremacy but not white supremacy anyway um they talk about that they talk about it's about like systemic racism and systemic issues that uh basically how everybody in there's no real villain in the show the the villain is institutional violence institutional uh, oppression good. yeah um and we the different characters are the different ways that plays out like the the quote-unquote villain is a, a woman who wants everything to go back to the way it was when they're it was like one 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 nation one people is like their mantra like she wants to do away with the flag okay, so well, i'm less on board with them then yeah it's I would prefer no nations lots right of right yeah. right but her beef is that people are reappearing now that they've been snapped back into existence after they were all killed by Thanos. And so it's basically, oh, it's, di- it's displacing okay. everybody uh, after, ah. after they've okay. been gone that's for nice. five years. Yeah. It's, that's they have a smart to wait it. That's a smart way to introduce that. Yeah. Yeah. They have to kind of deal with the way the world is in the Marvel sure. universe. But anyway, it's, it, it, it's, I appreciate that we have a TV show where you've got Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson as Captain America in a scene with a guy who, what they're talking about, where like the character point blank says they will never allow a black man to be Captain America. Right. Like I'm glad that oh, millions. That happens, huh? Yes, Good. that happens. That's great. I'm, I'm glad, glad that millions yeah. of kids probably watched that. Yeah. And even though it's about an, it, hopefully. E- exactly. Even though it's it's very right. superficial. It they don't get deep in it at all. They they just kind of point at the issue without really saying too much about it. But at hey. least it's there. That's yeah. more than I expected. And yeah. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. 
I guess it's yeah. Thinking about kids, mm-hmm. like they don't ha- like obviously they're not gonna get really into it. It's just that question of like you know it's Disney. Well yeah, and it's I'm like just... will they have the right message at all? And it sounds like it's not terrible. No. Also, I like them going into the logistics of the snap. I like yeah. I like it when movies actually like are like so this like big CGI event really yeah, had repercussions. They, they actually have to like write their way through right. a huge event like this. They can't just be like, well, that crazy thing happened. They have to sit down and think, okay, we have to figure out how like this, because it's a world they're doing. Like it's an ongoing yeah. world. So they have to figure yeah. it out logistically, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for some of these phase four. I've, I just thought I would be more gung ho at this point because I thought I was ready to like get back because we had a year mm-hmm. of like no Marvel and just watching a bunch of indie films and I love indie films but I wanted to see a a superhero beat someone up yeah uh, and not have to think and then I just sure. I haven't gotten my fix from the show so I don't know yeah no that that totally makes sense you know I watched um um. This is completely off topic, but I watched a movie recently that Ooh. I would like you guys. I don't know. Maybe you've seen it. Now I'm spacing on the name of the movie, but it's about. It? It's another movie about a guy who was a child detective, kind of like Mystery Squad, but it's different and, and very dark. But he's I like heard of that Brown, movie. Brown in his 30s, basically. Um, it's it was, uh, it was rad. Yeah. It's the one with Adam Brody, I'm pretty sure. That sounds right. Um, yeah, I I saw it kicking around and I wanted to see it. I, and I, I should really see it. recommend it. It was so much darker and sadder than I expected in a way that I found very satisfying and enjoyable. It, it was is, called the kid. It is detective. called the kid. The detective. kid detective. Yeah. It fucking it. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Um. I thoroughly recommend the kid detective. There's some free hype for you. You get extra hype. You didn't even extra expect. Hype. We didn't even plan for this hype. Nobody. Nobody was ready for this hype. Your hype senses are overloading. It's gonna back up into your septic. Yeah. Flood your lawn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with a bunch of smelly hype. Your lawn with hype. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You have to have a chemical well... disposal company come and get rid of it. All that hype. All this extra hype. Shop back up all this hype. <laughs> yeah. But watch The Kid Detective. It'll make all you right. sad, but in a fun way. Ooh, fun sad. Yeah, yeah it's the best kind of sad. It yeah. is. Um, all right, well, let's get to the main event because we, we, we got through all the other stuff. Our final trailer, everybody's waiting for it, uh, Dream Horse. Hell yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. This is about a fucking town in Wales, I the guess? Dream yeah, Horse. Somewhere in one of those sad places British people live. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere yeah. in Middle Earth, a village There's of no people. Jobs. <laughs> Everybody looks like shit. <laughs> and they got a horse. They, yeah. they, all, they all pitch in to, to sponsor a racehorse. It's just a bunch of broke dog shit looking people buying a racehorse. <laughs> and Tony Collette. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a bunch of broke ass dog shit looking people and then Tony Collette and Damian <laughs> and Lewis. T- you're right. And Tony Collette. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, um, this was we we actually covered this trailer a while ago. They're waiting. They're not putting this out on stream. And they're like, "We're gonna wait. This is coming out to theaters, folks." Yeah, I think people are gonna spill out of their homes to go yeah. see Dream Horse. <laughs> I'm so yeah. Good Dream Horse. Up uplifting horse movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe it could. Do I don't well. know. It's got all the things that like, I don't know. My my aunts and uncles want in a movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm, it looks like it's uplifting and fun and doesn't take itself too seriously. Why not? Why not watch the Why not watch the the horse movie, Dream Horse. Dream Horse. There you go. Dream Horse. Yeah. It's uh I don't know. Uh, people like horse movies, right? They people fucking love horses, Dave. They cannot mm-hmm. get enough of them. Like how good have horses done in the box office? Is this like a thing where they're like we kind of have to do... do well? I don't uh, think so. No, you're right. But this is a movie about a horse that sucks and then becomes great, right? Yeah. yeah. The idea. He sucks as much as all these people suck, but then they all get better together. Yeah. And everyone learns a lesson. I assume it's yeah, always funny probably. when horses are in movies because they can't act. Horses no, cannot they're horses. act. They, they, all they know, they don't even think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, War Horse did a hundred, uh, a million, hundred million. Oh, that's terrible. Hundred seventy-seven million. Steven Spielberg. It was well, a budget Spielberg of sixty-six. Movie. Jesus. So oh, they 66. made. Okay, that did all right then. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. yeah, yeah. It made Whatever. its money back. Yeah. Um. Guess horses don't cost what they used to cost. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get. A horse oh, you can get a cheap. horse real cheap. I got a guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get that is the plot of this movie. How <laughs> cheap it is to get a horse. Yeah. Yeah. They all pitch in, get a mm-hmm. horse. Yeah. Yeah. It seems uh, like a lot of people will probably like this movie. It doesn't sure. seem just based on the trailer. I doubt that it's incompetent. You know. Right. It would be amazing if this movie was like <laughs> extremely violent, <laughs> or like there's just the horse something... kills all the children yeah. in town yeah. and they have to hunt it down. Yeah, <laughs> dream horse. Yeah, it kills. It's like Freddy Krueger. It goes after their children in its dreams. <laughs> oh man, dream horse! Fucking dream horse! <laughs> That's a new movie. It, we got kill, a new it movie. wipes out this little English village, and it can only be defeated by Jaxel. <laughs> Jaxel! <laughs> the town kills the horse. And My arms are wheels. The and then dream horse is like, no, I hate wheels. And they all I have a horse. By they're fucking they're antithetical to my horse legs. Perfect. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, what? So, so that was that three movies? Yeah, we I would like. I would like it if every random movie that's not a Marvel movie eventually collided into its own cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. they all need to. Yeah. Look, you're. It, this isn't going to be like last week where we give it a prize. Mm-hmm. But like, if someone wants to Photoshop any of these posters. Yeah. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll get nothing. Yeah, I'll give you not absolutely a, not nothing. A, I won't even acknowledge your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for people wondering, Dan absolutely is giving out a movie subscription. We talked about a subscription called Movie last movie, week with yeah. Dan. Too expensive. I, I remember Dan was oh, offended okay. at the cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At, he's absolutely uh, uh, honoring his movie. I think if they let him pay in Emmys, he would get it. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Old Emmy O'Brien. Yep. God, let's steal his Emmys. Let's steal yeah, his Emmys. Let's steal his fucking Emmys. That's the fourth <laughs> movie. It's us. It's a heist <laughs> movie where we steal Dan's Emmys. Yeah. Um, all right. Let, let's get into news stories. First, we got some more patrons to thank. Let's do it. Including uh, E.T. the ex- extravagant terrestrial. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Thank you to Pete Vorpagel. Vorpy Pop. Uh, thank you to Glitterous. Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful Glitterous. Sure. Thanks to uh, thanks for having Jason Pargin on. Here's 25 bucks. Woo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the Midnight Patron with Patrons at Midnight. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Woo. Thank you to Andrew. Andrew, how? How? Thank you to Vincent. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Let me jump in here. Thank you to John Thank Munez. You. Thank you to Thank Wavy you. Rancheros. Thank you. Thank you to Dr. DNA. Thank you. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Thank, Thank you. you to James Rainey. Thank, Thank you. you to Bootler Bulison. Woo. Thank you to Grumble B. Grumble B. Thank you to Tux. Thank you. Thanks to Ricky Cilantro. Yeah. And thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Woo. All right. All right. Not much for news stories. That's uh, I fine. don't know if people notice. This is kind of a shit week it's for trailers, kind of a bullshit too. week. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. All right. There's <laughs> this thing about DC looking for a black Superman. Yeah. yeah why not? Um, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm people not gonna... are... No, there's like the only debate I saw was that they're casting. They want a black Cal L. People have pointed out there are in fact black Supermen in the comics. It yep. really doesn't matter, right? No, it like take a lot. I assume really. they were an advanced culture. They adopted too. Like really, you yeah. can do whatever. It doesn't like it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't care what the character is either. Yeah. They, uh, it's uh, the only thing that bummed me out was J.J. Abrams is producing. So oh, I was like, ah, oh, so it's going to be dog shucks. shit. Yeah, yeah. it's well, going to be a real piece well, of shit. It means, <laughs> all right, then. It's, it sounds like he's not directing, but it still means they're going to go from dark-ass Zack Snyder to dark-ass J.J. Abrams. Yeah, yeah, they're going from one bullshit ass to another bullshit yeah. ass. I, I would prefer if neither of them were allowed to make movies. Right. Yeah. And, and it's DC not learning the lesson, because mm-hmm. they're like, well- it still needs to be dark, right? It still needs to be gritty, dark Superman. So let's get JJ. And it's like, oh, you motherfuckers. Yeah. JJ, he's like, he's like, he's like this like mythical character. He's like the, he's like the Johnny Appleseed of shitty franchi- franchises, mm-hmm. where he like goes around skipping, fucking up all the franchises skipping across Hollywood, ruining you know, everything. Yeah. What I would like to see done with a Superman movie. And you can it can it can be black Superman. I, it doesn't matter. I would like them to take a quarter of a billion dollars for the budget, and I would Go like on. them to kidnap someone Werner Herzog loves and say, Werner, you can have this pile of cash to make a Superman movie, and if you do it, you'll get your loved one back. And then whatever yeah. happens, happens. What if it's just like really normal? I don't. That, yeah, I, yeah, that'll be, be disappointing. But I don't think well, it could be. Well, I think no, his grief-stricken think... Werner Herzog would figure out he'd he'd, he'd make something special. But what I think if it was <laughs> like really, really normal, bleak. it yeah. would be even more haunting because it means that he has that ability. Or he just chooses be, not to. What would be most likely is Werner Herzog would get together with whoever they cast to play Superman, and the two would go on a vengeance quest to free his loved one. And because it's yeah. Werner, they would still film it all. Right, you're right. Yeah. It would still be a great film. You'd hire mercenaries with a quarter of a billion dollars. It could be fun. Yeah. Either whatever happens, it's probably going to be worth watching. Right. I Some, do. Somehow somebody gets bit by a snake and has to chop their <laughs> arm off. <laughs> saw another man's arm off. <laughs> they should. Werner Herzog should do something for every franchise. I would like, like to see him make a superhero movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Remember yeah. when he was randomly like the bad guy and like Jack, oh, Jack Reacher? Reacher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or when he showed up in the Star Wars in the he Mandalorian. Sure did, yeah. I have never seen Werner Herzog appear in something and not been overjoyed. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yay! Because it, it, it's funny is the things Werner Herzog, <laughs> what he chooses to be in versus what he makes is yeah. very different. There's a huge dichotomy yeah. there. Yeah. 
I just watched a, a Werner Herzog movie from like 1972 where there was this French island that was about to be destroyed from a volcano. And he, it, like, it was he and his film crew breaking through a military cordon to film in this yeah. abandoned town illegally. <laughs> like, and they're just what like breaking hero. into people's houses that have been abandoned. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. fucking good. <laughs> Wait, what was this one about? It was about this town had to evacuate because a fucking volcano was going to kill everything. How and many so volcano movies has he made? He's done a lot of stuff with volcanoes. Yeah, because I recently saw a volcano oh. thing, but it wasn't that one. Mm-hmm. No, um. he, he's he's done at least one other volcano movie. He just dropped a great movie about meteorites. That's also pretty good. Jesus. Uh, oh, is that Fireball like Visitors from Darker like Worlds? Yes, yes, yes. Wait, just name it normal, Werner. No, he won't. He no. refuses. <laughs> Werner Herzog is not going to name a thing normal. No, yeah. why would you, you want him to do that? You got that once with Grizzly Man. Never again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to watch that. Yeah, I watched Into the Infer- Inferno recently, yeah. and that's a solid one. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, give him, give, give him a Superman. Mm-hmm. Werner Herzog's Superman. Yeah. That's like when Darren Aronofsky was going to do a Batman. And then yeah, they were I like. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, it's. All right. I think they've made enough superhero films or enough versions of Batman and Superman that's like, fuck it. Yeah, we can start getting weird with it. Get weird. Everybody with it gets a Superman. While the weird directors are still alive. Darren Aronofsky's not going to last forever, you know? Yeah. No. No. Get, everybody gets a Superman, period. Get get John Carpenter out here. Mm-hmm. Get John and, uh, Carpenter and have that give finally give Nicolas Cage the chance to play Superman yeah, in a John yeah. Carpenter Superman movie. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Who gives a fuck? I mean, what are the odds that would pass like not be in C seventeen? Yeah. Well, I want to see penetration in a Superman movie. <laughs> yeah. Between John Carpenter and Nick Cage, you're going to get penetration in a Superman movie. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. (laughs) Um, Uh. Next news story is just Andrew Garfield was not asked to reprise his role in Spider-Man. The reason that is a thing is because they're making like a multiverse Spider-Man and they're asking everybody who's been in a Spider-Man. Oh, okay. (laughs) Except for Andrew Garfield, who is in the the bad Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Talk about... He's asking for a lot of money, I think, because he, he can actually... Yeah, he's, like, holding them up for money. <laughs> That's yeah. what I've heard. Okay. Which I actually, I really understand. Because imagine being Toby and, like, having to see a meme of you every day as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And then they come to you and they're like, you want to play Spider-Man? And he, maybe his answer was like, not really. Like, you're going to have to buy me several houses. Yeah. Yeah. At least uh, one more. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I guess yeah. I I mean, it was nobody liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, right? Well, I, Did I didn't they? like those films. I didn't like he's the movies. Fine. I like him. Okay. okay. <laughs> like he's an okay guy. Yeah, I know nothing of him. But Yeah. He I, was in another he Under the Silver Lake was the most recent thing I saw with him. And no, that I don't know if that is, but he was really good in that. Um so I don't know. I I wouldn't mind. It would be funny to have him show up as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he yeah. probably he probably still will. 
You think he's lying? You think I he's think, a dirty liar? Yeah, probably. All right. Like if well, they if they if they got like the others, like why would he be the one that they didn't get? Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So he's a dirty liar. Seems weird. Yeah. F- fuck you, Andrew. Fuck you for lying. Yeah. Andrew McGuire. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next story. Uh, this is just the first look at the Game of Thrones spinoff that no, I don't know if anybody wants. Yeah. I mean, and I, I loved the books. I read the books way before there was a show. Yeah. Huge fan of the books. Uh, no, no particular desire to see this. Do you know what this is even about? It looks yeah, like a bunch of blonde people about, on a beach. Yeah, so, like, the whole reason why uh, Daenerys is so special is that, like, back in the day, her family conquered the whole continent, right? Like, yes, ah. and, and ruled everything for a while, and then they all went crazy. And her dad was the last person, the last, and he got murdered, and that's what set up everything that happens in Game of Thrones. Yeah, um, this is set hundreds of years earlier, and it's about her relatives who started the whole empire, right? Like that's the that's the that's the plot. Oh, um, and it's not really like there's a bunch of cool lore that I could see making good ass TV shows that George R. R. Martin wrote, and this is not the one I want to see, but it's the one they're going to go for because there were a bunch more dragons. Yeah, I think isn't this like the like four of them? Yeah, it's him yeah. conquering the whole continent with dragons. It, I know there's a period like I I don't know I'm not sure if this is when the Targaryens conquer Westeros or th- I know there's a period Oh, I assumed it was, but it, th- he I calls it it's it's weird ass names wrong. In the lore of Game of Thrones it's it's what's called the Dance of Dragons uh yeah. where the the Targaryen house splits. Uh Oh, this is like a civil war thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that's what this show is, but I'm not positive. The yeah. um it'll be fine. The series creator who wrote, it looks like most of the episodes, uh, is did the Rampage movie. With oh, the rock yeah, that guy. And the monkey. Okay. Yeah, he's also doing the Logan's Run remake and uh, the Highlander remake. What's his name? Brad Payton? Something like that? Uh, I mean, Ryan Condal. Logan's Run remake. Oh, it, not the director. Not the director. Not the director. Of, of no. Rampage. Okay. The writer. Yeah, I mean, why not have a, a Logan's Run yeah, we are at a time where I think everyone will watch a movie about killing everyone over thirty-five and go, "Yeah, all right." Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your 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 proposal of what to do with with teenagers earlier was not dissimilar from Logan's no. Run. Yeah, no, and I think if we do that and a Logan's Run, we really solve most of the problems society has. Mm-hmm. Right. There will be also. Some new ones. You know how, like, when you remake movies, there's movies where people are like, "Oh no, don't do that." The original is. Like, yeah. just go back and watch the original. Not Logan's Run. Not Logan's Run. <laughs> yeah. No Nobody needs to go Logan's back. Run. Nobody yeah. needs Logan's Run in their life. Yeah. yeah they really don't. I think I, I'm interested in what happens with the Game of Thrones thing because it was like, it's hard to remember now because the last season was so bad that it, it completely fell out of cultural consciousness. It's yeah, like which is fascinating. It's, how, I've never how... seen that happen with anything. How like, total fucking, it is! Nobody's been talking so about many it. Bad, terrible Spider-Man movies didn't yeah. knock Spider-Man out of our consciousness, but Game of Thrones season eight was so dog shit. People just forgot that that was ever. Children are named after those characters. People's whole yep. lives will be shaped by those movies, and they're just gone. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, a good. So I, I think a good tip in- is don't name your kids after characters until no. like you know. 
Uh, no, no. Unless it's unless it's my upcoming movie, Dog Shit McGee. Um, yeah. In which case, I I hope that's all the number children. one baby name. <laughs> yeah, all children <laughs> should be named after this film. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll be interested to see because it's the kind of thing, right? The basic plot elements of of this story, medieval fighting with dragons, you could make into a great ass TV show. Game of Thrones was great for a while. Um, yeah. I think. I'll be interested to see if it matters. Like, because one yeah. of a couple of things, either number one, it's going to be an excellent show that nobody watches because it'll turn out that it, the well is just so poisoned. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, it'll be a dog shit show that nobody watches. Uh, number three, it'll be an excellent show that everybody watches. Um, right. And I think those are the only real, the, 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 like, it's going to be one of those things. And I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, I really yeah. have no idea what to expect from this from this series now. I don't, it's, they definitely, they know enough to be like new, new people. Yeah. yeah. And Whole I bet they, yeah. And I bet they went to these people and they're like, now you're not going to leave suddenly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you're not going to fuck us, but it is like, it's remarkable because I, 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 the last time I feel like a series really pissed people off was like lost. Right. Yeah. But that's but like the last the big one, yeah. Still, everyone still gets lost jokes, even though half right. of them are about how bad the end was. But here's the the other thing is that Lost, you kind of see it coming because it's such a weird mystery box yeah. that it's like, of course, the ending's going to be weird. Like Game of Thrones, it was like, this is n- like you just they have to tell the, the story. Setup. Right. Just it seems us. like this is really going towards a specific like, endpoint. Make here. the end of it be like five or six giant battles with skeletons, and we're yeah. good. Like we'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> Like, they're really whiffed it. They did not have to piss the butt. Bo- like, I don't know how to make a TV show, but I'm pretty sure I could have done a better season eight. Yeah. <laughs> like, For it sure. It doesn't seem, I don't know, it's baffling. Like, I feel like somewhere there's a, a, a city filled with abandoned children named Daenerys, because at the end of oh, that yeah. season, their parents just drove them into the middle of Ohio and left <laughs> them alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> I'm that sorry. That is absolutely what you do. I will say House of the Dragon has um, uh, Patty Constantine. Is that his name? Uh Yeah, great fucking name. Uh, He was in um, The World's End. Uh, Oh, shit. You mean the the Cornetto trilogy, World's End, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Pirates of the Caribbean one? Okay, yeah. Uh, I only know him as like like a funny guy. Right, he's one of the the two. He's one of the two Andes. Yeah. Oh shit. He's the main no. he's the right. main Andy, yeah. Uh, and he's could, been like he's been in stuff since then, but it's just great to see him. I mean, I know we've thrown a lot of alternate films out here, but I would enjoy a whole series that's just the cops from Hot Fuzz getting teleported to Westeros and having to solve <laughs> medieval crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Just All just, right, that's just, another one. Just do it. Just do it. All right. Mm-hmm. Um well, Fuck, we're we're almost done. We got some more producers to thank. Let's do it. Um, thank you to Space McNulty. Thank you, McNulty in space. Thank you to Hiram. Thank you to Oh Great, it's that guy. Yep. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Normal Man, Andrew mm-hmm. McGuire. Woo. Thank you to Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Thank you to AJ. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you to Frank Lee Amish. Thank you guys. Let me jump in here. Thank you yeah. to Burrito Mouth. Yeah. Thank you to Mrs. Voidus. Oh, yeah. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Ooh. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to David Knife Boot, Henson, Knife MBA, Boot. CPA. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts, Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. 
Oh yeah, that got changed. <laughs> they get a vaccinated J. Also changed. Also got Vaxi J. Thank you. Oh, Vaxi J. And finally, thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you so much. Oh. Thank you all. Dave. Mm-hmm. Dave. Ooh. Do you happen to have Ooh. a movie that is just hours of farm animals? I do. <laughs> that deserves okay, more. Okay, now, hype. all right. D- Tom, <laughs> I told you in confidence that I was getting into pornography. <laughs> and I told you in confidence that I was also raising a large number of chickens and pigs for said yeah. pornography. And I feel mm-hmm. like this is a real violation. Um, well, that's why you, you can't tell me anything. <laughs> for you to bring up my upcoming film, Gunda. Gunda. <laughs> Gunda. Gunda. You guys, this is coming out April 16th. I'm going to read a quote. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to tell you what it's about. Gunda is pure cinema. This is a film to take a bath in. It's stripped to its essential elements without any interference. It's what we should all aspire to as filmmakers and audiences. Pictures and sound put together to tell a powerful and profound story without rush. It's jaw-dropping images and sound put together with the best ensemble cast, and you have something more like a potion than a movie. That is a quote by Paul Thomas Anderson Mm -hmm. about Gunda, a movie about farm animals. And it's not like a babe thing where they have secret lives. This is just going to be, we're just, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Joaquin Phoenix also produced this. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you know, that. Here. Okay. (laughs) All right. It's about, it's literally about a mama pig and her piglets. There's a one-legged chicken that apparently steals the show. Uh, Cows. (laughs) I'm not sure how. It's got one leg. He's the Christoph Waltz of, of, uh of this movie sure yeah here's the wild thing is you you hear that and you're like ah that's pretentious and whatever it's got a 97 percent for critics but it also has a 63 percent from audience so it clearly like regular folk not like critics are like yeah i enjoyed these farm animals okay like i mean i'm not gonna yeah fine it's like yeah people yeah it's it's just that the the yeah this review from roger ebert Dot com, which gave it a great review, mentions that it's a non-militant plea to rethink our relationship with animals we have dismissed as subservient and only valuable in the measure that they serve I mean, as our food. Chickens um, are only valuable as as as, as servants, but not as, as food. Like as, yeah. as as like domestic wait staff, as like butlers. Oh, chicken butlers. Yeah. That's, that's a movie. That's the chicken only butler. Use I have for a chicken. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, even as, like, a vegetarian, I don't find, like, chickens, there's nothing going on in there. No, but like, pigs, I, yeah, they're dogs, basically, delicious Yeah, dogs. pigs are dogs. But, but chickens Chickens are, are just spiders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they literally just have the brains of spiders. Right. But so are cats, and Kinda. we have cats. Mm-hmm. But cats are so, so soft. They are very soft. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, this, it's it's what it sounds like. It's they They shot it from, like, POV of these animals like down okay. to their level uh just following their day and I guess that makes a movie uh yeah. it really is, it sounds like very Werner Herzog like the kind of yeah. bullshit Werner Her- See, but, Herzog but Werner would Herzog would say we have no need to rethink our relationship with animals because the right. nature 
like nature is nothing but chaos and murder. Right. And, right. Like he yeah. wouldn't draw a positive conclusion no, from this film. He would film like a fox <laughs> murdering chickens over the course of several days until it was oh, finally yeah. shot by a farmer. Uh, yeah. That that Werner Herzog would make into a movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't know what this is. All mm-hmm. I know is that it's getting a lot of praise. Okay. And as far as the trailer... I can tell it's just farm animals. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, the lives of three different families. Uh, we see their birth and and they yeah. grow up on the farm. It's uh, chickens, cows, and some pigs. Yeah, and I kind of I'm on sure. the side where I'm like that yeah. can't be interesting, right? It but, seems really fucking boring. Yeah, yeah, but particularly where critics... it's it's just like natural sound. So yeah. it's just like the no. the ambient sound they recorded. <laughs> it's I don't. I don't want this movie. I get it's you know what you know what this seems familiar to me when people were talking about boyhood. I'm getting oh, strong yeah. boyhood vibes where it's like I get why this could be a good piece of art. I will never sit down to watch this. Well, all right. Here's here's another movie that I thought of and I'm wondering if it's similar, which is the movie Baraka, which Tom, I know oh, you get excited yeah. every time. I get so excited every time Robert, I hear you've about seen Baraka. Baraka. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's like that, where you just like get high, and you just sort of let it all do it, do it to you. Yeah, Baraka, you know? the Holy Mountain. Like, there's a couple of films yeah. like that where you just kind of let the movie happen to you. Right, Koyana Baraka. Squatsy, that's the other one I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Ron Frick. Frick. Uh, he he also made Samsara. Samsara. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it'll be good. Okay. I don't know. This isn't the same director oh, as okay. this Gunda. I'm just saying that it's maybe it's because of the similar sounding names. But I'm wondering if it's a similar type of movie where it's like meditative. I mean, and you just sort of soak in it. The only reason I I would question that I'm sure that's what they're going for. Um, Baraka and Koyana Squatsi and um, the Holy Mountain are all intense like it's you're not just yeah. like watching anime like you're watching like some really deeply affecting shit happen yes um, and it's all really different from each other you know it's a bunch of real weird shit on the screen and yeah. i don't know how this could be that because it's, it's farm animals this mm-hmm. director who i am absolutely not going to try to pronounce his name no um it's a very sharp looking name he's in a documentary about ice and water Oh, not uh, not the not the not the fascists. Oh uh, yeah, I thought you were the, talking the, about the, the frozen yeah. water. No, no, not yeah. the fascist ice. I mean, I was about literally to be like, okay, ice. Well, maybe I'm back on board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in like literally the equivalent of watching grass grow. Yeah, it looks like it's some of these documentaries. Um, so I I think I don't know. I I have no freaking clue. I, I have some friends um, with a little farm here in Oregon, and I like I help them like slaughter their sheep sometimes. Um, sure, and it's it's there's some intense moments there that that i think could probably be filmed yeah um but like not chickens not yeah. chickens i i've lived in and around chickens a huge chunk of my life at this point and it's mostly though boring. yeah it's mostly about the pigs yeah so i imagine I get yeah the cast by the way only one cast member uh gunda as self gunda's the pig Gunda's okay. the pig right yeah gunda has an imdb page kind of oh like has gunda been credit. in more shit no just the one credit uh it's like the boyhood kid though they'll get him in a marvel movie at some point yeah oh yeah this kid's this pig's gonna blow up yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be great we're replacing ant-man with a pig <laughs> you kids love Ant-Pig? an ant-man you're gonna love this pig oh i pig love man. ant-pig 
ant pig. They they the just they pig. shrink. Yeah, they shrink the pig, and then they're just like, we lost it. We lost. Is the it going to come back? We don't know where the I pig is. Yeah, I we can't find the back. pig. John Malkovich <laughs> walks in. They turn the pig bigger, and his head explodes into pig. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make the poster, okay. ant pig. Well, ant pig. But yeah, if you like, I don't know, getting super high and watching a bunch of calming bullshit, that's what this sounds like, at least. I'm sure it'll Uh, do good things for a lot of people, because it seems like there's a lot of people who would like something like this. Um, Yeah. And I'm happy for them getting it. Yeah. Uh, It it definitely could go either way, as evidenced by like... Oh, Paul Thomas Anderson likes it. Then yeah, uh, Joaquin Phoenix yeah. likes it. Well, uh. it, it. You know, if you were to say, hey, Robert, some guys just filmed farm animals at a low angle and turned it into a movie. Want to guess who it was produced by? I would probably say Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know, Joaquin it's Phoenix. Be, yeah. <laughs> it seems yeah. like a Joaquin Phoenix kind of thing. <laughs> seems yeah. like that weird-ass speech he gave at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> I do com- love Joaquin Where he Phoenix. compared eating meat to racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is just out of his entire damn mind. Oh, and of I'm course here he for is. It. Yeah, of yeah. course he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gunda, everybody check it out. Yeah. That's all I got. All right, that's it. Well, nice. We got out before I made a really poor taste River Phoenix joke, so let's call that a win. Oh yeah. come on, let's you still it. got it. In I was you. just gonna ask if River Phoenix liked it, but uh, I mean, no. who can say? Who can say? Yeah, he's looking down on us now. Watching our mm-hmm. weird farm animal movies. Yeah, yeah, saying, I don't know, man. That seems kind of boring. It seems man, kinda what boring. if River Phoenix is watching us specifically right mm-hmm. now? I assume he is. That's uh, that's how I make all my decisions. I just assume that River Phoenix is watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would River Phoenix do? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have enough heroin for that. Mm. No. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're going all in. Yeah, he's going, going all in. Going all in. Going all in. Phoenix. I'm, I'm gonna... not committed to <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this off. <laughs> That's a sode. We did it. That's a sode. Oh, Robert, Robert Evans. Thank you thank so much you. for being on the show, man. Thank you. And I for one apologize. No, <laughs> never apologize. Yeah. That's the only rule we have mm-hmm. here. Uh to, what what do you got going on? Tell people where they can find you. What, oh, what do you Jesus. want what do you want to plug? Um, I have a podcast. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Several of them. You can find That's one also true. if you look for Behind the Bastards. Just shriek it into the night, and you'll find me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll find me. Oh, yeah. Or rather, you'll find them. Yeah. You'll like find if, something. Yeah, you know? something will happen. Something will something. be found. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Good stuff. That works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, me, me, and, me and Tom, we got a Patreon if people want to check it out. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. If you go on there, there's exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac and a new show that's co-hosted with Mr. Michael Swaim, which is Star Trek The Next Futurama. There's a bunch of stuff on that. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Getting to just talk about Star Trek, man. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's the best. What a dream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash gameplay and employer where you can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. so many options. So many options. Um, I think that's it. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.
Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.